take it easy. Hello and welcome everybody to the 8th or 9th episode of the Emian Command podcast. Ep- uh, my name is Alex and sitting opposite to me is Jonas Bruns, the, the man, the experimental subject of uh, a range of nutritional experiments that we conducted during this day, but so far I can report that he is still alive after just having consumed one can of Red Bull, getting ready for this podcast. And to wake me up from the uh, devastating food coma um, that I fell into after having had a wonderful cheese fondue that the man opposite to me, Alex Cap, uh, wonderfully created. Uh, created uh, all over this day and then he made the, the the what's it called what was the cake it was like a lemon it was a cheesecake lemon uh, che- american lemon, che- lemon cheesecake it was wonderful <laughs> all right so now it's saturday night and we're sitting in alex's living room after a day of programming of coding working on mun command conference our all-in-one mun conference app and we figured it's about time for a red bull and for some podcasts. Yeah, the Red Bull is very much necessary, especially after all that food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so full, to be honest. Um, but so we're just going to wing it tonight. And But we felt like it's been such a long time uh, since the last podcast. We had so much fun uh, recording the last one. Um, but a lot has happened. So just to... To take everybody back. Okay, what's going to happen tonight? We're going to catch you up on what happened. And the last three weeks were crazy, absolutely maddening to, that, to, to the extent that this week I had to take a bit of a step back. And I think everybody I think, had. I think we all had to. By the way, uni started for me. so Yeah, so Jonas is pretending yeah. to do uh, studying again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I, I mean, I didn't even get into the building on Tuesday. When was it? Friday? Because I, I didn't have my card. I forgot how, like... I was supposed to enter, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, and and then, so this is the the first bit. And then the second bit is really interesting. So uh, where we're at now, we're going to keep this quick. But then what are the next two weeks are going to look like for us, where we build up to to the first big conference that is going to be using the app, um, which is really exciting. So just taking you back, though, last podcast was, I think, about three weeks ago, it was just before the weekend where we went to Mannheim uh, and we used the conference app for the very first time for any sort of debate at all. Um, And then Edinburgh was supposed to test it on the Tuesday. They didn't. They did it the week after. Which was good for us, to be fair. (laughs) It was good for us, to be fair. Jonas, do you want to share why it was good for us? Well, I haven't been present when you tested it. Oh, right. That was only me. Because I was stuck in traffic. But, But from the rumors I picked up, well... The logging in worked, but then, hold on, what happened again? So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the logging in, it worked sort of-ish. Uh, generally, it did work, um, but we didn't have um, password verification yet, or in the sense that, like, right. the, the, oh, that it, the yeah. front end. So the, the thing is that uh, our backend required a minimum password length of eight characters. And uh, we, we didn't really know about it so much. <laughs> But here's the thing. Yes, it didn't show that to the user and the user was super confused and wouldn't get in. But when yesterday I tried to log into my uni's computer, I also had to change my password. It was the same thing and it was freaking Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So you, you could create an account, I think, with less than four characters, but then it just voided your invite to the conference app. And with that, you couldn't sign in and it just broke. Um, so we it took us a bit to figure it out. 
um, but we did. Um, so that was something we had to change afterwards. Right. But um, generally, the login worked. But then we started to have a quick, just a mock debate. We were here with some uh, societies from... The timers. Yeah, the timers. So, so that's when the big meltdown happened. Um, everything was looking... I was so excited. It was like I was jumping between delegates, making sure everybody signed in. And then... Uh, we had a chair jump in uh, a cold um, uh, from not having ever used it before. Um, using it generally was okay, but then the timers just broke. Like the, the timers, so you know, the countdown for when you're having a speech, it just stopped speaking. Uh, it, it just stopped clocking. Um, and I didn't know really why. And we have different modes, so different timers. So if it after it broke in the general speakers list, we tried to switch to to the uh, to, to the timer, and it worked there for like a, a minute, and then it broke as well. So we were going through one hour timer after the other, and after like five minutes, all the timers were broken. <laughs> well, so that was a bit of a horrible. That was kind of horrible. And it took us a while to fix it, in a sense. It but, took us a couple of days. But it really was beneficial in the sense that we learned a lot while fixing it. So we're positive this is not going to happen too often again. But uh, maybe. Yeah, so uh, really what happened is that there was like an endless loop of starting server timers requests. Or something, or starting like. timers. Yeah, it was some sort of waterfall thing that we just never really came across in our normal testing. Right. And <laughs> that was fun. Well, it was, it's, it's so important that we do this kind of testing. And we're now at the stage where we are using an alpha version, um, as crazy as it sounds. But we had several occasions now. Um, also having one this weekend uh, running in, in beautiful France. Um where we're just getting a hell lot of feedback on the conference, on the Alpha yeah. the conference app, really. And, uh, but, but Alex, let me know which ones are those. Yeah, so I think this is kind of interesting to go through. So we, we've had this tiny little test. Uh, actually, was like on the spot. Uh, I actually just joined the, them for their uh, for their meeting, and I was like, oh, and they were, they wanted to, to to see what the app looks like. So I was like, ah, oh, let's just have a quick test. It should be running. We'll find. <laughs> well, it didn't, but it was a really good learning experience for us. And we were able to fix a couple of things straight out of that. Right. Um, and then the week after, Edinburgh Society uh, ran an evening session um, with the app. And that went a lot smoother already. Oh, wow. um, yeah. that, that, so that was really encouraging. Um, and then um, now this weekend uh, is, 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 is sort of a bigger test because we're having um, two debates. So, so first one was today on Saturday uh, and then the next one is going to be tomorrow on Sunday um, where it's a full day of debates with uh, delegates who have never used yet before with chairs, tomorrow chairs we've never used yet before. Today, uh, Daria was sharing so and, and she's been using the session app which has been, I think, really helpful. Um, but so this is really interesting because we have a completely new set of users, uh, people who are just coming in cold, who have no idea how the sign-up process and login process works. Uh, we had a big, big hip- hiccup with the, the sign-up on Monday, which was a bit down. Well, it was down to me um, de- making wrong, deploying the wrong database to to our alpha system. To just you know jump in that we have one database for testing now and one that's like the life thing because. There have been some issues with deleting data that then deleted more data that crashed the whole thing. Yeah, so you know how we told you about a timer issue? Well, 
in fixing so so that the week after we realized <laughs> we had a big timer issue we we were times. we were kind of it felt like we were running in circles a bit um because somehow every day we managed to break our system entirely <laughs> is that is that an accurate description that that is pretty much an accurate decision it's like you know one day it was running we're crashing the whole thing need two days to fix it next day it's down again you know? and and that happened like that's how the wet week passed by and um that's not and then it was encouraging that, that was really interesting because that really showed us just how important it's going to be for us to have a backup system and to not be working on the live system when at, at a time when 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 we're gonna have a debate within a day or right. on that day um so we set that up now ish um we don't have all the the users like duplicated yet so we can't can't actually deploy two systems at the moment but that's going to change with the next weekend and yeah so so that week was a bit of a struggle uh, coming back and 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 somehow like every day one of us broke the system in one way and and at least yeah <laughs> and, and pushed it yeah <laughs> at least and I, 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 there was one day where broke it twice was it yeah oh, i was a bit of a crisis man like i was like this is this is not good like we're just running in circles you know uh, one of us is breaking it every day we're not making any progress <laughs> But somehow we really did make progress. We in did, the, in a sense. Yeah. Alex learned uh, not only a hell lot about like the database, about backupping it, about you know redeploying it and all, but all of us did. And great, I absolutely love the, the the fact that Alex is now looking into testing. Um, so the idea is that we run automated tests before we actually deploy it. So it's like you know, a robot kind of just shares the thing and checks if the next speaker button works and this kind of stuff to, you know, put it in simple words. And and, and that, I think, brings us, you know, a whole lot ahead. Yeah, but he's talking about the other Alex now. I wouldn't I wouldn't have the slightest view what I know that would entail because the, the testing so far for deploying a new system, that a, a protocol that we put in place, not as written yet as I would have, would like it to be, but is is me just trying to log in with, with each type of user account and but trying like just pressing some buttons, checking if there's any errors or not, I'm trying to add a new user. And if I'm I, if I succeed in that, then we can we de- I, I deploy the system. But obviously that's not not particularly efficient, um, no. especially when you want to deploy a quick fix, but then you 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 go through the process and it just takes so much time. So we're going to automate Alex's job. Yes. So I, I, I'm obsolete then or? No, no, no. We still have uh, another big topic to work on with uh, two letters. Um, hold on. Was it user? Uh, it's, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard about that. I've no idea. Yeah, I, maybe that's... I, I think I'll be the accountant. Well, we don't have, we're, not, we're not making any money at the moment, so... There's nothing to account there's for. There's no account. <laughs> <laughs> there's no accounts. <laughs> that's going to make my job a lot easier, then. <laughs> All right, now that's, that's also an obsolete one. Uh, shit. Well... So, so that seems like you have to figure on UX. Uh, I, I have to take on UX maybe a little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, so, so, so what happened after the test with Edinburgh is that we, we had a chat with... Um, uh, Gethin, who's the president of Edinburgh, and his initial feedback was like, 
the app's amazing. You know, I love your features, um, but the uh, user interface is just horrible. Um, and that was a bit shocking because uh, we, we have put a lot of love into it um, and a lot of effort into it, which is, I think, undeniable. But the truth is that uh, there's so much more work to do. In a sense, it's like art, I feel like. It's not like there's some absolute state that you can reach where it's good. Yeah, so... But we haven't reached a point yet where it's good enough. That, that's true. Um, that's so that, so that, and that's a big problem. Um, and a big part of that is, is login and sign up. Um, where, so I've seen it this week now with, with all the Frenchies signing up. Um, where um, they, it's just a lot of problems. I mean, I think it would be boring to go into the details now, but we, I think we have to completely rethink the sign-up process. How does it work now, the sign-up process? So the way it works now is that as an administrator or as a secretary general, you have your admin view and your admin panel, and there you can invite new delegates. Right. You can even invite custom delegates now, which Ooh. is something Jonas uh, built with Alex together. Yeah. Um, um, and then they get an invite email. And with that invite email, they get a, a, a unique invite link which has a specific ending. And if they open that link, that's essentially like a, um, a, a dedicated link which they can only use to, to, to register their account uh, to that specific conference slot. Or they can, if they already have an account, they can just log in and that conference slot will be assigned to their account. Now, the problem is people don't realize, I think, that it's a unique invite link. Um, and the problem also with the unique invite link is if you then, after already assigning the slot to your account, if you go back to the link and try to log in, it's not you can't log in because it tries to still assign the, uh, the, the slot to your account, even though it has already been assigned, so you get an error message. Uh, this was probably way too complicated, but it, it essentially, was, yeah, yeah it, you get a link with your email and with that, you register a, a conference slot to your account um, but you cannot just normally sign into the app with with that link. Right. Um, so that's a cool problem. And then so people then go back to the link because we don't have the alpha linked on your homepage yet, obviously, because it's an alpha. It's it's an alpha and it's so low scale and we don't want just everybody to to, to get excited. So it's it's only a so it's, it's a communication issue at the end of the day. Um, and uh, so people that had, have been struggling with that, um, then there's been trouble with people uh, or, or the admin, admins trying to um, give delegate, say the, one account to different positions right. within one conference, which is not possible yet um, and may not ever be uh, possible. Uh, it's going to be possible at some point, but I'm going to need to learn a lot about programming before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this, this is really difficult. So we don't have that in place yet. So um, if then delegates try to register, it just doesn't work because they already have an account with that, within that conference. So they would have to create a new one. And essentially, that is a lot of communication. And, and for now, the sign up and login form is just literally login. It just says login or sign up, and it has a couple of fields of input. And then you click sign login or sign up, and that's it. There's also no password reset yet, which is something that we needed this morning. And I managed to do that like manually in the back end. I can just you know select a, a specific account, and they will get a, get a password reset email. But that has not been part of the front end yet. And there's just not enough explaining for people people to understand what's going on. And also with the links, the, the invite links, uh, a big issue is that, uh, for example, in Safari, you only get the main URL, which is alphadamiancommand.com. Oh, shit. You, uh, well, now everybody knows it. Well, it hasn't been too, too much of a secret anyway. But um, 
they don't see that it's like a different link. They don't right, see right, the ending, right. right? So it doesn't look like anything suspicious. You know, it's just your normal link. Why is it not working? But and technically, then, it's alpha.mencommand.com slash, I don't know. Slash P question mark equals some sort of number. Yeah. Right? Um, and... Uh, if you if you you then have two different Safari windows open with alphadamiencommand.com and and that it, it looks the same to you, but you're like, why can I log in here and not there? So this is terrible. Um, and then another issue with the UX, uh, a big issue is like for delegates and shares to understand what is going on at the moment. Right. Um, so something we added today was. Uh, and, and another issue we encountered today this morning actually when one of the, the French guys um, signed in logged into the conference finally after oh, yeah. me resetting his password uh, he was like oh this seems to not be working because I can't do anything right uh, yeah we were happy that Daria was chatting who was uh uh, you know, she's a good friend of ours. She's, uh, I think, following the podcast every now and then. Uh, know, but, yeah. but also she's using the session app and she was like, man, you're just not present. Yeah, like it's it, it was literally just down to him not being present. But the truth is there was no way for him to know that. Right. Except for, like, well, I mean, the timing and it works. But it's like you expect everything to just be in place and work when you sign into anywhere right so if it's not working you like it it, it it looks funny so what we did today was that we um, built a warning into the header uh, header of the app where if you're not present you're going to be alerted you're not present um, uh, at the moment um, so uh, con- uh, set yourself present in roll call or um, notify your chair that you are not present um so that you know that that's just all those small things and then what we also added over the last couple of weeks was um so chairs for example they can disable um the chat for delegates a hell lot of settings not only that one but many different settings yeah. are now possible right the do you want to do you want to share some insight into what, what what's possible now jonas i surely will uh let me see there is uh as a chair you can now toggle on and off the submission of delegates, uh, you know, delegates to submit motions or also to withdraw their motions. Both of those are independently um, on and off switchable, if that I was. Um, the chair can now freeze communications. So like the chairs, uh, the, the, if the chair freezes communication, the delegates cannot use the chat anymore uh, in case the, the chair wants delegates to focus. Um, the chair can, what, what else can they do? In the voting, they can do a hell lot of settings with like majorities. Oh and, yeah. I mean, uh, the chair can essentially enable or disable anything that the delegate can do in the app. Right. Right. So whenever the, there's some sort of dele- delegate action, the chair can allow that or not allow it. Um, and this is really cool. But on the other side, if you're a delegate, uh, you might be confused um, about what is possible at the moment and what is not. And if it's not possible, right. is it because it's broken uh, or because you, you're not present or is it because the chair disabled it? So And also the chair might not even know because the chair hasn't found the settings thing um, and hasn't changed anything. So we're still in the defaults. And, and so, yeah. And so, so yeah, and and so this is really a big a big issue. So what we started to do um, is that we um, we uh, we we build tooltips. Uh, right. That's what they call. So if you hover over a button which normally should work um, and it's not working, um, then you will get a hint which says you know your chair is able to chat or um, your chair is able adding uh, people adding yourself to the general speakers list um, something like that. But then again, I mean, looking at at building the mobile app. 
Um, that's a bit more tricky because we cannot use hover effects. You don't hover over something. Um, ish. Um, so a mobile app on mobile, the hover effect is emulated. So if you click right. the button and it's disabled and you, we have the hover effect on it, um, mm-hmm. then uh, it, it's like clickable. Oh, so it, it shows the, the hover effect um, um, on it. Yeah, it, it shows it on it. But yeah, it, it's a bit of a complicated technical uh, thing. This is quite a technical podcast, but you know, maybe, maybe this is just a bit of a technical episode. This is not too bad. Um, so yeah, this is an, uh, so, so this is just another example of the user experience just having to improve for it to be a great app for delegates, and and we're working on that. But it's it's a step by step process. Um, so if you have any suggestions, anybody listening up there, let us know. Right? Absolutely, and if you're a UX expert, um, let us know even more because it's so great to have people who know MUN, who know UX, so we can you know get some in depth <laughs> feedback. Yeah, another example of that is placeholders. Ooh, yes. So for example if you don't have a motion introduced at the moment um, you might be confused like why are those buttons disabled what what do I have to do so we're trying to make those a little bit better rather than just saying you know there's no motion um, giving you a bit of a hint to what to do and making it look a bit more pretty so it's a bit more prominent uh, and things like that Um, but naming is a big one naming how do you name things Um, there's still one with uh pass um like in the voting you can vote pass as a delegate yeah but also the chair can pass a resolution so right now the chair sees pass the word pass twice but it has very very different functions those kinds of, of things are very bad and we have to work very those. bad <laughs> very bad <laughs> it's true it's very bad um but yeah it's, it's just such an it feels like a countless number of details yeah. um to, to watch out for and you know if i look at the app now if i if i open the alpha on my phone um it's it's two, it's two tabs <laughs> well safari can't open the page because your iphone is not connected oh yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> no um so it's 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 two tabs and right. you're like how is it possible that it's it's so much work and and so many details but well it just somehow it just is a it's cool though. It's cool. But Alex, we talked about we talked about the UX. We talked about settings. Yeah. Oh, sign up. We didn't finish sign up point. Let's let's wrap up the sign up yeah. and then move on to something else that starts with us. I, 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 I have that <laughs> I have that on the top of my head as, as well. Yeah. So so just to wrap up the sign up thing. What we're thinking about doing now is for one to just give you a bit more information, have you a bit more more more, more copywriting uh, on in, during the sign up and login process, just so you know what's going on. Right. Um. And also to switch from having those unique invite links to sending you a token with your in, in the email. A token meaning like a number. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a number or a combination of letters or, or something. We're thinking about making it words of like, I don't know, capital cities or something. We still have to figure out, but then you get like, whatever. Berlin, uh, New Orleans, Rio, yeah, and and that's your token, and then you got to select those or something. Could be UNSGs or something. We'll, we'll see, but we got to find. Yeah, so we'll so so it, it, it it's a token. We, I think we're going to call it conference key. Um, so it's a dedicated n- a sequence of 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 characters, yeah. which you then copy from the email into um, into the sign up form or the login form uh, um, if, if you want to sign up to a new conference or, or register a new slot to your conference. So essentially a slot is associated with, with a dedicated token and you can either, if you already have an account, if you're logged in, you can in your profile page add a new conference or if you sign up, 
um, you have a field there where um, either you create a new conference or you enter that token and you will have that slot registered to you. That means we not have we don't have those different kinds of pages anymore where it's um, uh, like a weird a dedicated sign-up link um, uh, or, or, or just, you know, login link. Um, and we hope that's going to make it resolve it um, a good bit. And we're also going to add the, the password reset. <laughs> All right. Now we're logged in. And we run our conference, and conference is coming to an end, and the SG is coming to me as a chance saying, hey, Jonas, have you thought about who might become the best delegate? And I tell him, well, my gut tells me that this delegate was good, but also that delegate did a fantastic job, and I'm having a hard time decide. Now, what do I do, Alex? Well, you go and have a beer. That's a good one. <laughs> or see, see who of the delegate pays my delegates pays my beer. I mean, that's really how a lot of best delegates are decided. So <laughs> who you get along a bit better with, like, and it, and it's not, it's it's it, it's kind of a subjective thing. The best delegate, right? Right. Um, and so I've been training with Louisa the last common, um, and she's been taking notes. I think about how many speeches people have delivered. She did her whole Axel. Oh, magic. she had a spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah, she had the spreadsheet. I mean, kudos to the chairs who take, who 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 who, who jot down like how many people have spoken. I've never been that organized, <laughs> and I, I wasn't ever ever able to be that organized. But yeah, what you're lead, uh, alluding to is statistics. Very sexy topic, but in this case, it actually is. Why? Because they're in there now. Ooh. We deployed them yesterday night to the alpha. Yeah, it's in the alpha. Yeah. It's in the alpha now. Um, so, so what's, where do I find my statistics, Jonas? Uh, you find it if you open your dashboard, and then it gives you like, for me as a chair or as a delegate, both. It gives me as a, if I'm a delegate, it gives me my personal statistics. Uh, if I'm the chair, it gives me like an overview, um, and then I can. I can click on view more and I go to the whole statistics page where I got a breakdown of like which country talked how much on average and how many motions did they introduce, how successful were those motions and all this. And now here comes something that we're, we were debating a lot on. Now, the should best, we rate delegates? Yeah, should we rate delegates? <laughs> <laughs> should we just tell tell you how good or bad a delegate is? Because that's a tough one. Because again, it's a subjective thing, and and we as like MUN command don't know how good the speeches are quality wise. We only know quantitative data. Um, but so we were thinking. Is there some kind of score we can derive from having like, I don't know, the, the speaking time plus the motions plus, you know, the, the fraction of motions that were successful or something like this. And and do you know the formula exactly? Yeah, it? yeah? I remember. Um, the formula is, is you get one point for every... No. You get one point for every two minutes of speaking time. Mm-hmm. You get... No... I, yeah, I think that you get one point for every two minutes of speaking time. You get one point for an introduced, uh, for a submitted motion, and then you get two points for an introduced motion, if I recall correctly. Oh, for a successful motion. Yeah, for, right. for one that passes. Right. I think that's our current formula. Um, it's just something Alex came up uh, on the spot with, um, so it's not really refined at all. So if you have any suggestions for. Oops, sorry. <laughs> what, 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 there, was, there was the Red Bull. There was Red Bull coming back. Um, yeah, so if you have any ideas what we can do with that formula to make it a bit more interesting, let us know. 
The, the real idea is that we don't just assign an individual score maybe necessarily to delegates. So, okay, the, the origin was we were thinking, okay, we have the statistics now. How far are we going to take it? You know, are we going to give you ratings on every delegate? Are we going to tell you this delegate is good and this delegate is really bad? And so what we did is we had an Instagram poll. And I think in the end it was like 96% right in favor, in favor of having it. And... Um, the rest against but it's it's not that clear cut you know and so what what we had as an idea is we give that instead of rating the delegate outright Mm -hmm. we give you a a activity score which is a bit more you know it just it doesn't show you how good of a delegate you are it just shows you how active of a delegate you are yeah so it's a bit more playful yeah and so the idea was so what the way we have it implemented right now just as as a uh, whilst we're figuring it out is that well everybody gets their individual activity score calculated based on the numbers an idea we had was to maybe associate it with like five categories of say sports uh, or whatever so from couch potato to i don't know marathon runner um to to have those to just not give everybody an individual score but put everybody in one of those five categories so maybe the top 20% get like the runner icon and then the the lower 20% get like a couch Uh, (laughs) they get the turtle and there's like three categories in between so that makes it a bit more playful and still like a fun feature but it we're not pretending like we know how good a delegate is well there's one thing that we have listed in one of those long you know um, idea you know, you know, lists, which is that the chair can give like, I don't know, one to five or something uh, score f- during the speech to rate like not only like how's the quantity, but how's the quality of the speech. And with that information, we could then actually have like a more precise information about the quality of the delegate in a sense. Um, but that's something you know further down the road that uh, just to 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 be clear um is not part of the alpha as of now and i think it's not too high up and in, in it's not too backlogs. high it's i think a lot of it is down to me not really knowing how i could implement yeah. it in in a way where you know you have your next speaker so and, and you don't want to you know be kept from vote from uh, having the next speaker speak right. why because you're rating at the moment so really you would have to do the rating whilst speaker one is speaking but you and uh, but a big part of like how good the speech is if the delegate manages to finish in time so if you rate the delegate at 45 seconds speaking time whilst there's still 15 seconds left but the delegate speaks for another 30 th- uh, seconds well then you might want to change the rating and then uh, yeah yeah and then like where i'm gonna put the last speaker um thing and so it's just like it just maybe at some point it's going to become clear in our heads and, and we see it and then we build it and I, I think just building it is not too big of an issue um, I hope maybe I don't know well, we'll figure I, I, it out we would figure, figure it out, out. but um, so yeah that's not, not too high on the list but uh, well the point of it is if you have suggestions or more detailed feedback than just uh, voting yes or no on, on our Instagram story, um, please do let us know. We're excited to hear from you because this is obviously a very interesting and contentious uh, topic. Um, but 
Honestly, if I was sharing with it, uh, I would just already be so happy to know how many speeches somebody delivered, um, how long he has spoken, and, and also just how many motions he has passed, because that's a metric I would never ever else have uh, recorded. And well, there is, to my knowledge, one other sharing platform that records like how much speaking time, you know, a country has uh, collected over the course of a conference, um, simply because we're the only one that you know, records motions, to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but that's why we're the only one who can check the number of motions and successful motions um, for the sake of statistics also, yeah. which is brilliant. And, and that just enhances the picture of a delegate's performance just so, so much, right. I think. Um, and this can also... Um, you know, we could add onto that, you know, docu- how many documents they've introduced, things like that, uh, to the floor. Um, but yeah, if there's also again, if there's any specific statistics that you guys might be interested in, uh, feel free to let us know. Um, it, we we can definitely implement a lot more than this. Is like this, this is the first iteration, right? Um, and yeah, so so that would be really interesting to hear and and, and see. Um, so statistics. Yeah, I think that's that's a statistics set for now. I think one part I'm I'm not actually sure how far we were with the documents during our last. I think well, what, we haven't we have, used documents in, in any alpha version, or have we deployed it? We haven't. You, no, 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 no. We haven't. But I, I, I'm thinking our our last podcast was after we had the evening in the piggy where we were first conceptualizing right. the documents thing. That could be yeah. So I think we already teased the documents tab during the last podcast. It made a good amount of progress, nonetheless. There is still like a good amount of work left. We're hoping that by tomorrow night we can deploy something to the alpha. Whoa. But but that's going to be ambitious. So so we'll see I, how I mean, tomorrow goes. I want to deploy it during next week, uh, yeah. but I want to just generally finish it tomorrow. But yeah, so, so do you want to walk people maybe through it again uh, in terms of what can they expect in terms of documents and what can the docs tab do for them, especially for, you know, Chase... Uh, uh, admins or secretary generals and, um, and and delegates on the other side. Right. Well, the key idea of the whole documents tab, the why behind it is that is, let me quote, uh, yeah, delegates, can you please send me your amendments in the Facebook group? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so, so for the, you know, for the sake of never hearing this sentence ever again, except uh, for maybe reading it in history books, um, we, we knew that we had to come up with a documents tab where we can manage all your conference documents starting from uh, study guides uh, st- study uh, guides and rules of procedures to um, position papers but then also uh, moving on to all the documents you get in the conference uh, such as working papers such as draft resolutions and such as amendments but also then your personal notes because uh, in the preparation you're coming you found this great study of this one scientist that you really wanted to use your speech and because we're all moving to paperless offices and stuff you just want to save it in one place now welcome to MUN command this is your space um, and and the idea is that like you know it from like I don't know like a Google Drive you can share access to the documents so it's not just you working on it but it's your team that has access to it that can read it that can feedback it and then once I got like a job resolution draft ready um i can send it to the chair and then the chair can can see okay how is it like 
does is that approvable yeah so that we have an, a whole approving uh, approvement process where chairs can then you know approve documents or send them back for 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 an iteration and and then the crazy thing is i want to say that now this is how we connect the three tabs the home or we're going to call it debates probably the motions and the documents tab is because I can upload a document to the documents tab, get my feedback from my chair, and then introduce it in the motions tab uh, as a draft resolution where I have the approved documents listed. And once that motion passes and we're moving into voting, I can automatically see it in the voting. And this is so great. I, just this afternoon uh, was the very first time that I took a document through all those steps. three steps. And it's it's just crazy magical. And and from every you know of these tabs, you can click on the dock and you can have a preview so I can read like what was that resolution again and man i just love it yeah it's nice and you can reorder draft resolutions and once you're voting all those things and so what we're looking at now is is it's if you guys know what a kanban board is or a trello this is sort of what the interface is going to look like for the chairs um what we have sketched out at the moment at least um to approve the process uh, documents and take them through the approval process um and then um, there's going to be a, a dedicated tab where you're going to see all your committee documents, your draft resolutions, amendments, working papers, and your other document committee uh, document papers. And then uh, really interesting, I think this is a really cool feature uh, for your organizers, is that as an organizer, you're going to be able to, to upload um, documents to any committee. Um, so you can upload the study guides to all the committees because that's something usually the, the, the organizer, the, the, the uh, Secretary General does or like has a final say on you know what is the study going to look like uh, any supplementary information that might be relevant to that committee uh, rules of procedure all of that mm, can be uploaded to the dedicated committees and 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 that's just going to make that document distribution really really easy and it's going to allow for delegates to find everything in one place not have to look on a homepage or Facebook, Facebook group <laughs> or like where's all, all my documents so yeah, this is we're looking to to get this done by tomorrow evening. It's gonna be a bit of light late late shift tonight, uh, and 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 let's and see maybe how tomorrow, tomorrow night. We'll maybe see tomorrow night we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I mean it, the functionality generally it, it's pretty pretty solid already in, in terms of what's there. Right, and I think we we should come to an end at, at this oh, point. We can take a, a, uh, another. What, what moment. time are we at? I don't know. We're like 37 minutes. I mean, whoever's... Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a double episode. No, come on. <laughs> I'm sure people enjoy listening to our banter. Not that we're bantering that much. It's been more of a technical talk tonight. It, it is tonight. So, okay, let, let's let, let's quickly talk about the next two weeks, though. Three weeks, right, though. Right. Three weeks now until Common, um, the first conference that's supposed to use the apps, uh, assuming it's going to take place. Um, let's... So, so what is it going to look like? Next week, we're going to try... So we're going to deploy the, the documents tab. Right. We are also going to hopefully deploy the overhaul of the sign-up and registration process. That's going to be a good amount of work, but but I'm positive that by the end of the week, we should have something. Eh? Let's keep the let's keep the cooler stock with Red Bull. Um, and then the... So that's happening next week, hopefully. Week after. And, and then on the weekend, next weekend, we want to lock in the version we're going to be deploying at Carmen. Right, design freeze, yeah. Except, except for the conference tab, because the conference right. tab has been a big, big point for us. Um, it's not going to, like, not having it is not a 
game breaker for common but it's such an important point generally for for the conference you know to know your right. schedule know um where to go know what where to be know where, where to be at what time know who the sponsors are get your discounts from the sponsors all that sort of thing um a lot of in terms of functionality there's nothing there yet um right but some of the visual uh, is there so some of the facade is there and my goal is going to be then for the week after next to at least build those facades so that they can be used for common and you can see all the information you need for common um and then we have to build the functionality afterwards right and then the week after is going to be just as exciting yeah it's st gallen it's it's you know time to get a shit uh, together for <laughs> st gallen um st gallen is the very 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 first conference to to ever use uh, mun command in, in a virtual setting um they're going to bring it to like a big international audience and and so pressure's on for for egan and and his team to um you know be satisfied and and so um yeah, by the end of this month, I think we said November 1st or something, we're going to hand over um, something. So Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Um, I think, I'm not sure when we're going to record the next podcast. Um, it might be at Carmon. I mean, it would be so much fun to do it to one with Daria. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, or, we should have Daria. Yeah, we should have. Daria, if you're listening to this, get ready. Get get your voice. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> have a recall and, and get ready. <laughs> Yes. Jesus. Okay, this is getting too far. Uh, I think we talked about a lot and too much. Now, there's one last point I want to I want to grind into this podcast, into this episode, because I have to thank and I have to apologize to Mustafa from North America and <laughs> UN in Toronto. Mustafa, you sent us an email. I want to say on Wednesday, and and it really made both Alex's and my day because. Most of us, we have never met, yeah. And and you wrote us in your email that you listened to a podcast, and that this is how you found out about MEN Command, and that you think it's a great fit for Namun, and and this is crazy to us that you know there's people out there who actually listen to the crap we're telling us uh, ourselves here <laughs> oh, and, we're and, mostly just doing it for fun right and, and yeah we started doing it just you know kind of like a diary uh, in a sense yeah. and 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 so it would be great um to use MUN command for namun um and a big apologies for not having responded to the email yet i was uh, you know so dug in with uh with uni and with uh, MUN command but uh, actually i should you should be the first one to get like new episodes out. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, let's wrap it up. Let's enough, wrap it up. Yeah. Enough of this. Uh, if you want to get your shout out next week, just be drop sure us a line. To send us a flattering email. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it seems to work. <laughs> it seems to work for Jonas at least. Maybe one day we're gonna do a dedicated episode where Jonas is just sharing sharing email letters and fan, but uh, he's got to <laughs> sharing fan post. <laughs> Is it's gonna be a very short episode, I'm afraid. <laughs> All right. Okay, let, let's call it a day. Uh, guys, together, we're, we're excited. excited to debate. Better. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>